Uh, <clears throat> I forgot what was he going to say. <laughs> <laughs> great, great start. One week off, and it's not even a week That's off. Right. One late week, and and uh, everything it seems like goes a week off, to doesn't it? shit. <laughs> Seems like a like the last episode was a long time ago, doesn't it? Does it does seem like it's like another lifetime, my friend. <laughs> you seem like a new man now. Oh, I feel like a new man. Did did you do anything good in the last week? It's been quiet. Real <laughs> <laughs> quiet. Nothing much. <laughs> <laughs> So there's new emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's new in the world. That's what's happening. New emoji. New emoji. People don't want to know about other stuff. That's that's boring. They want to know about the latest in uh, in Apple News and about the people who are chiseling outside of my house. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they tune. That's why they tune into this show. Now I get it. That's right. To find out what construction is going on outside Dan's house. Is that the kind of technology people tune in to listen to, you know, find out more about? <laughs> it's the only technology you can trust. Chisels. That's true. true. That's true. Works every time. <laughs> I, I'm a little bummed that there hasn't yet been another public beta version of iPad OS. Because, I'm surprised. Yeah, it seems it was like a couple weeks back. That they, and there's been like two versions, I think. Of... Yeah, there was there was developer one just yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm 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 confusing on which build is which at the moment because there was also a weird thing where they like reissued the beta three. Yeah, I mean the thing that I was hearing was don't under any circumstances uh, put in your iCloud details to the suddenly the beta three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I seem to. I, well, I should say knock on wood, but um, I don't seem to have lost anything in particular. Yeah, at least that I like, noticed. Although, although Dan, you just sent me some uh, some message. About a, a superhero thing for the other show, right? I, I did that, yes. Okay, and I replied to it on yeah. my Mac, and uh, and now when I go to that conversation, it's not there. <laughs> so I don't know if that's I don't know if that's any in any way related to iOS. 13, this raises but... an interesting question because I sent you guys like seven different texts the yesterday about it, and I heard nothing from either of you. So yeah, now well, yesterday, paranoid. yesterday I was you know I was traveling. So yeah, but there's another guy. Day, but... I use guy as a checksum. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i see yeah anyway that's fine yeah i did get those and i did you know like oh wait oh it's no it's there it is it's way out of order oh yeah that, wait so <laughs> all right, this, today at 9 31 a.m and then the next thing is yesterday at 8 44 a.m <laughs> you've been changing time zones so oh yeah i have well <laughs> this actually uh raises a question for me and it's something we've talked about before but i had new uh new insight on it i want to bring up which is do either of you use the messages in the cloud feature yet i don't no. because i have a certain um reticence to adopt apple uh, cloud features right. I, I agree with you and that's i have not either but this uh this past week um actually on on monday we took the day off and we went and we got cat a new phone because she still had an iphone 6 and she had been convinced by one of her friends, not from me, because I have a hold no sway with her, uh, <laughs> but she had been convinced by one of her friends that she should upgrade. Even now. Right. No, less so, Especially if anything. Now, yeah. Probably less so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, she legally doesn't have to pay any attention to you now. <laughs> she had been convinced by a friend that she should upgrade before we go on our trip so that she had a device with a better camera. 
Um, so we That's went into good... the store and it ended up, of course, these things that, you know, the, the process of swapping phones, all three of us had probably done it a decent number of times in our life and with yeah. varying degrees. But of course, you know, the time that she goes to do it is the time that it ends up taking forever <laughs> and like <laughs> she's getting increasingly antsy about it and i'm like oh no it usually it usually doesn't take this long <laughs> but one of the things that she did before upgrading was turn on the messages in the cloud at the i it was like i would have agonized over this decision for like a sure. solid you know year and a yeah. half as i've already done <laughs> and she's just like oh i guess that's not on click and then she just turned it on <laughs> i was like what do you uh, what could possibly okay, no, go wrong i'm sure everything will be fine it actually everything did seem to go fine and it it seemed to work perfectly as expected so yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll do that one of these moments it is scary but it seems like maybe they've worked out some of the kinks you go first <laughs> yeah right but were you going to suggest because i have heard this um that turning messages in the cloud on can often fix these problems Yes, that was what I was wondering, is that yes. maybe that is a, a something that now that they have that feature, it will right. actually solve those issues. And it, the other thing is that it takes it... So this was the one thing that ended up being a complication, because so she had backed up her phone. She turned it on and then like did you know iCloud backup now. And I guess when you turn it on, it takes it... It takes your messages out of your... They're no longer part of your backup, because they're now in the cloud so like they're still stored in iCloud but they're not part of your like backup thing because like rather than when you restore a phone it doesn't come down with the backup it just downloads it loads it separately from iCloud kind of like you know your mail right like if your mail wasn't in the backup because it was all stored on the server your your device just goes back up to the server so right. that was like the one thing that was kind of dicey there was like it made the backup much smaller and much faster but it also meant that you didn't have that safety net necessarily. But everything seemed to go fine. Gee, all her messages were there, as far as I could tell. And it wasn't that long. Like, it seemed to go pretty quick, too. Like, in terms of the guy in the store quoted us, like, I'm trying to remember what he said. It's like, it's like a minute source per gigabyte or something to, to download. And then, like, like, some multiple of that for uploading or something like that. So... I don't know. It seemed to go okay, but yeah, it just the thing took forever just because I don't know what was going on, whether their network was bogged down or whatever, but like just a lot of those steps where it has to like go to iCloud and it's like activating your phone, like it got stuck once or twice and like we had to restart the process and like eventually it worked and it seems like it's been fine, but it was not as smooth as some of my upgrades have been in the past. Okay. I think am I right? in thinking that the messages in iCloud stuff, one of the reasons for taking it out of the backup is that the iCloud backups aren't encrypted and the messages I stuff is. I think that's correct. Yes. Yes. That would be a good Security. reason for me to, oh, to switch it on. That is interesting. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. It means that if Lloyd... I'm turning it on right now. Right, it's, <laughs> well, it's not that they're... Cause the, the backups are encrypted. <laughs> the backups are encrypted. It's just a question of who has the keys. Well, and I, and I yes, think I think the, oh, yeah, it's right, Apple okay. does right, right, right. In the case of the iCloud backup, I think they have the ability to decrypt it. But in the case and the, of the, I, messages, and the iCloud backup, is one of the things that they have been willing to give law enforcement. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so I think that was their motivation for moving to the iCloud well, messages stuff. And and well, hopefully, and hopefully that it was just you know it does make matters a little simpler in terms of 
backing stuff up, restoring stuff, and doing some of the sync problems. Like maybe, I mean, sure. iCloud was never that reliable. And if you have all these different devices, each communicating with iCloud uh, for the messages, it's understandable that they all kind of get confused about, you know, the different, what is the, the objective reality here? It, what is objective reality, really? It's that, it's that they're, they're optimizing things for drug dealers. That's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. And terrorists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, me. And John. <laughs> the drug, <laughs> drug dealers, terrorists, terrorist, and John. <laughs> we, we would like to point out, legally, uh, it is neither of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we invited our proven, lawyer today. Not proven legally. To be- <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, I think we've buried the lead, guys, because okay. uh, it is, uh, as we record this, uh, July 18th. And sadly, we did not record a show on prime day <laughs> indeed i think that's our first uh yeah people have been wanting to talk about first it. miss of the of the prime day millennia well, i have no idea what we're, what we're calling the prime day the traditional uh, bringing of the deals prime day era i guess is what it is right prime season mm-hmm. yeah i will pretty soon it'll be it was like two and a half days or something this year yeah yeah <laughs> some of us celebrated all year round <laughs> You, there was also, I think, as we discussed last, we discussed last week, that there was also a walkout by um, yes. Amazon uh, boycott by yeah. yeah. Amazon. So I, I was with I was with my parent, my family on on Prime Day as you, as should, you should be. be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was completely by coincidence, uh, and uh, they were all <laughs> we were at my brother's house. <laughs> we're all sitting around, and everyone's going, "Oh, it's Prime Day, Prime Day!" Look, and I'm the one sitting there going, "I'm boycotting Prime Day. I'm boycotting." <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying it over and over, and everybody was ignoring me, <laughs> which That's is basically what, kind of what happened on the internet. Also usual. Everyone ignores you on the internet? Is that... Well, no, I mean just about the, the poor workers in that factory, you know, that plant or whatever. No, factory, I guess. Um, it's neither one of those things. What is... The warehouse? The... Warehouse, thank you. I've been That's traveling. the word. Words. Um, you know, they... they uh, staged a walkout, and, you know, they got me to support them, I guess. Uh, I... Also supported it, but only because there was nothing I wanted to buy. So, <laughs> I, I'm a terrible I, person. I supported, the laziest supporting ever. I supported the boycott, but I had dinner with an Amazon employee, so oh. I don't know what that means. Ah. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, what level, though? That's the question. That's right. Was it a warehouse employee? Probably not. No, higher. So, was, it, was it a manager of a warehouse employee? Because that's, that's not great. Um, I don't think either of those things. Okay. I think okay. more in the uh, management higher up side. Yeah. But, hmm. All right. Well, we'll let you slide yeah. this time. I, I did draw looking for if there was anything I was interested in buying. And as we discussed last week as well, all these other sites and stores have now decided to like jump on the bandwagon. So Target and Walmart and Best Buy, a lot of these sites were doing sales and deals too. But honestly... Uh, you know, again, maybe it's, and I'm, I can hardly claim that like we, we've successfully boycotted Amazon because like our wedding registry was on Amazon. We definitely bought stuff off Amazon to help with like the wedding and all that jazz. So it's not like I feel particularly, uh, and, and like antagonistic towards them. But as far as all the sales were going, I don't know. There wasn't, I don't need anything right now. <laughs> I, I had a brief look to see if any Synology stuff was on it. And of course it wasn't, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I decided that I was looking at the dates when Synology devices get released, and it's like, hmm, maybe there'll be something new in the next few months, so I'll not buy anything, which is my what? standard approach to technology. 
I, I knew that I was weak, so I made sure that I did not look to see what, I mean, <laughs> what was most, on sale. <laughs> most of the stuff is is crap anyway. I mean, yeah, like yeah. It, it, it's all like. But James, old I like mo- crap. Yeah, but it's old <laughs> crap. I want new crap. James, I'm recording this podcast on a 2009 MacBook. <laughs> Well, I think I found your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say one thing I did buy not during Prime Day but the other week was uh, I don't remember if I mentioned this in the show or not but I bought a second uh smart keyboard for the iPad Pro because the 10.5 inch model was on sale at Target for like 40 bucks and it usually costs like 120 or something and mine has that problem where it's like splitting down the seam and I was like, yeah. well, for four, for like, you know, 45 bucks with shipping, uh, that's pretty worth it to just get another one that I can have when this other one invariably dies. And I'm thinking I might unpack the new one and take that on vacation with me because I think the iPad's the only thing I'm going to have. No, you have to finish the first one first. <laughs> I'm so full, John. <laughs> Clean I, your plate. I can't eat any more keys. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, Prime Day. I, I know we are big adherents to the the Church of Prime Day. <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe maybe we've peaked. Maybe it's time for us to move yeah, on. I after mm-hmm. I, I, four or I, five I, years, I, I pledge my allegiance to Cyber Monday. Yeah, <laughs> That's a big one in the UK. There, it's my understanding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, other than that, there's been uh, let's see, there were a couple. Uh, things talking about some of the shows that are debuting on TV Plus. I think there was some yeah. tie-in with the moon landing anniversary for the uh, Ron Moore show. Um, I thought there was something they were talking about there, and then there was a preview as well for the um the the Peanuts show that they're doing. Just a short little thing. Uh, but I guess that's getting closer, probably to launching, since it should probably happen in September. Well, uh, the only thing I saw was about the the. Fifteen million dollars an episode. Oh for yeah, Jason for the, Mello, uh, that, yeah, yeah. That's which sounds like quite a lot. I cannot. <laughs> that is the show that I am most suspicious of. I guess, like, yeah, it feels like something that we're pouring a lot of money in, and we it's like a big, you know, ambitious concept. And I just can't tell if that show sounds interesting to me or not. <laughs> I mean, I like Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's right. been in some. Dodgy stuff, but you know he's generally a good actor. <laughs> Aquaman. Um, yeah, I, I, he's, he's I worth watching. Aquaman. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's yes. like a sort of I don't know, um, low rent The Rock, basically. <laughs> I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. Um, I, I, don't know, I should take that back in case. He yeah, misses. yeah, he's he's more. Uh, it's different. He's um Roadhouse no, The Rock or something. He, I, I don't know what it is, but he he does have the sort of comic chops. Of a big guy who's also funny, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But but I, I yeah I just I wonder about that show because it's like you know they're spending like Game of Thrones and Mandalorian money on the episodes. <laughs> well, and the thing is, all we've seen so far is them standing out in a field, right? Right. Yes, I think that's part of it. It's that like, cost fifteen million dollars. Like, what, exa- what is the money exactly going to? That was fifteen million dollars. Every every time I see something about this episode, it's Jason Momoa standing in a field. It's going to turn like, out in Canada. Yeah. Jason Momoa was digitally generated, as was everybody else in the cast. <laughs> that's the striking <laughs> the striking reveal at the end of episode one. Well, and it's also fascinating because like the whole 
premise of this show is like it's like a post-apocalyptic show where everybody is blind right yeah and society is developed on that basis and he's the first person that can see or something i i, I had this moment of thinking a show where everybody cannot see does not sound like a show with a lot of visual appeal well i i'm assuming that you know i don't know i mean it's like presumably you know the the architecture and everything else is developed uh to support that society and i don't know my my brain thinks well does that mean that everything you know is like sort of you know grayscale basically how, how well i don't know it, yeah. it's it sounds interesting enough and it's one of those things that uh we will probably find out very quickly if it's yeah tune cool. in tune in for our recap podcast <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird, though, how there are definitely, I mean, uh, there are clearly some shows that are just not for me, which is fine that I'm thinking, I mean, like, I'm not going to be watching the Peanuts show, but I think that that could have a you will know, be watching a decent, the Peanuts show. a decent appeal. I mean, I'll probably watch an episode just to see what it's like, but <laughs> that was the um, fastest backpedal ever. John. I'm not going to watch the show. I will watch one to, episode to be able to talk about it. Um, have you considered then, going then into there politics? Are shows, then there are shows that are, for, you know, then there's this set of shows that are for me and some of them I'm very excited about. And then some of them I'm just not excited about whatsoever. Well, uh, but that's like, I mean, that's like any TV network, right? Like they're, they're trying to cast a, a <laughs> broad net well you look at like cbs right it's like there's going to be a show or two that you want to watch and there's going to be a lot of shows that you don't care about right like that don't involve star trek right exactly (laughs) you know and and shows that don't involve star trek i mean you look at netflix and it's like uh, what fraction of the truly huge amount of content that they seem to put out is stuff that you actually watch yeah so I, I, I can't, I'm not surprised yeah, I can't by that. Watch, I can't watch everything, Dan. Well, I, I know. <laughs> I'm only flesh and blood. You try. Uh, there are only I mean, 24 I, hours in a day. They want to they cast a broad net so that they can catch as many different parts of the audience as possible. But, right? you'd, like, but you'd think like a futuristic apoc- apocalyptic TV show would be something that I'm interested in. And this doesn't seem that's interesting fair. yet to that's me. That's fair. I don't uh, know if they've said, is it apo- post-apocalyptic? I thought it was post-apocalyptic. I think I thought they had said that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, this is the problem. We don't know because we, we've literally yeah. seen <laughs> one snippet of it. They're standing in a field. I mean, it could be it could be something like Westworld, where we don't know anything going into it, and you know, uh, yeah, that turned out okay. And then you still don't know anything three seasons later. But it was a hell of a trailer for Westworld. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen a hell of a trailer for this show. It's agreed. Agreed. I did like I the trailer that they showed. I just rewatched the trailer they showed at WWC for the Ron Moore show, and I'm I'm very excited for that one. Mainly because yeah, Ron too. Moore, and it has a feel of something like um, you know, from the Earth to the Moon, or you know, the right stuff, or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's kind of an interesting vibe. Man in the Iron Castle. Right. Exactly. So, and I think that just sounds it sounds intriguing. So I'm I'm kind of interested. In checking that out, that's like the mo- the one that I'm most interested in. Did you see the Man in the High Castle showrunner? I think it was is doing a Warhammer 40k TV series. I think I did see that. I've never <laughs> Warhammer 40k has not been one of my things. I, it, it's not one of my things. I mean, I you know I'm sitting here fiddling with the twenty sided dice as I talk to you, but <laughs> um, it's it's not something I've been into. But you know, it, it's like sci-fi and magic in one. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you fiddling virtual dice or? No, I was not going to plug <laughs> we my. We already app, let so... him do a plug. 
<laughs> the plug was last week. Um, no, this is an actual dice, which is just a, a, a fiddle toy, as I, as I told uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but strangely, the thing I you know I, I podcast in the base, basement, and the only thing down here that I can fiddle with is a binder clip. <laughs> well, it's very loud. And, Please don't do and that. And so I do, and I don't oh. know. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> gonna have to edit that out. All right. Well, as long I as I have, my dice, I'm gonna put it, it back in. As long as I have to edit things, I want to take a moment here to talk to you about one of our sponsors this week. Do you want to take the fast track to a career in technology? Earn your computer science postback degree online from Oregon State University eCampus. A postback allows you to use your existing bachelor's degree in any field and take only computer science courses to earn a second bachelor's degree online. You don't need any previous computer science training to enroll, although you need to have strong math skills. And when you use the code REBOUND when you apply, Oregon State will waive your application fee. Oregon State eCampus delivers this program 100% online with flexible academic plans to help you balance your studies with work and other life commitments. You'll be part of a highly engaged worldwide online learning community that's supported by Oregon State faculty and advisors. Courses in software engineering, mobile web development, and user interfaces are challenging, but they'll provide the skills you need to make your mark in virtually any industry. A computer science degree from top-ranked Oregon State University will give you the credentials for unlimited career opportunities. Learn more at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash rebound and use the code rebound to waive your application fee. Our thanks to Oregon State eCampus for supporting this show. So the question is, are you going to let Elon Musk put a USB-C port in your brain? Nope. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the coverage of this Neuralink stuff that... um, only briefly they they, so they showed off uh well he was talking about it and they've got this surgical robot that installs electrodes into your brain and they've they showed off a a mouse or some rodent-like creature that did literally have a usb-c port uh sticking (laughs) off of its head terrifying i don't like it everybody knows that the mouse is supposed to have the usb-c port on the bottom (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) well so so he's got it wrong already yeah, I, I mean, my thought was, if I have one of these, can I charge my phone off it? But, like, either off my own brain or somebody else's brain. Yeah, but you should just be able to put your phone on top of their brain. Right, well, they did wirelessly. say they were looking at I mean, wireless uh, the, uh, communication. This is where I draw the line. I saw another one this week, and this is kind of an old hat story, uh, I think it was floating around last fall, but about the people in Sweden implanting chips in their hand to use, they're like NFC chips in their hand to use for payments and for like oh, key cards just swipe and stuff. Your hand. yeah yeah people have been doing that for ages i, I know i don't like any of these things i'm i'm this is <laughs> where I, since since man first walked the earth <laughs> I, I you know I, those bronze age chips were a pain in the ass let me tell you <laughs> they were literal bronze chips um you know it's always that thing right where you um, at a certain point, like as you get older, right, you look at the what the people of the next generation are doing and you think to yourself, like, that's where I draw the line. And for me, I know as an old fogey, it will be everybody else walking around with brain implants and me going, mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> right. And, and, and John will still have his iPhone SE. <laughs> but he, it's small enough that he had it implanted into his brain. Yeah. That's right. I was telling you that smaller is better. <laughs> I, I will tell you, uh, this is not a plug for my app, but in my Dice app, there is actually a routine called uh, Is This John Maltz's Phone? Uh, which <laughs> it literally is because I had to deal with some tiny screen size problems. So there's one routine that says that. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. I, that, that is, um, that's humbling. So you've made it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, uh, I want to I use retire from podcasting. Uh, jumping now. off point to a terrible report I saw. Did you guys see this report about these, the, uh, that claims iPhone loyalty is dropping? No. This is making the they rounds. Cl- they clearly didn't measure me. Yeah, this is making the rounds. It's on CNET, among other places. But it, And I cannot... Here's the thing. We used to get these things all the time in Macworld, and you always have to cast a judicious eye at them, right? Because like these studies are notoriously uh, skewable and unreliable, depending and on as, who they're measuring. As funded by, you know... Well, okay, Google yeah. yeah. So this, is a report, slash. this is a report from a company called Bank My Cell, which is essentially a phone trade-in. And they claimed that iPhone retention was down 15% compared to last year. And I'm like, that is a huge percentage. <laughs> like, when you think about, like, iPhone sales, like, that would be a lot of sales. That would be really bad. <laughs> and, of course, it turns out it's just the collecting from people trading in their phones on this service over the last year. Not even a year. So, uh, I think this is, it struck me as total, total bullshit. <laughs> So is this they're measuring it based on people are trading in more iPhones? Yeah, I think that must be it must be yeah that they're they're right. letting more and more people are trading it in. Maybe people just want new iPhones. Yeah, but, does, but does it measure what they bought? Right, yeah, right, I think it does ask them what they bought because yeah, yeah, they also said 26% of people trading in their iPhone 10 moved on to another brand and just 7.7% of Galaxy S9 users switched over to an iPhone. Again, this doesn't really seem like a representative right. sample. It also doesn't. It also doesn't measure the people who are the most loyal, who are the people who probably are in the iPhone upgrade program. Right, right. Or people who hold on to their phones. Right. So, so if more people are joining the iPhone upgrade program, then iPhone. I mean. <laughs> iphone loyalty loyalty would be increasing and they have absolutely no insight into that right yeah so i i, I agree this it struck me as total bullshit I, it's just when the number came up where they're like because of course everyone's leaning with the 26 percent of people trading in their iphone 10 moved to another brand and i'm like but that can't so be applicable across the no the spectrum that would be ridiculous a quarter but, of you people? know that 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 could be literally of f- four people right who, like, yes. traded yeah. into this well. company yeah exactly I mean, so, yeah, yeah and obviously these things are wrote, written to um get their name in the in oh yeah it works because well, I mean, I get, yeah, works. I, we're talking about them i still right. get these emails like i still cut this whole thing cut this whole segment yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's garbage uh yeah so uh, i still get these emails to you know my six colors address or whatever people want to like talk about their studies whatever and they're just like so many of them are just not they're not interesting yeah. Yeah, you never reply to my emails. I, I don't know why. That's true. That's true. I, I also did learn, speaking of the upgrade program, John, when we went in to get Kat her new phone, um, at first, the the uh, incidentally, the sales guy who helped us, I kind of wish I had taken a picture of him because he literally was the most Steve Jobs looking salesperson I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was kind of uncanny, like, except for the fact that he had like a slight, like a graying, like a little bit of a goatee, essentially. Um, but he had like the same hairline, the same ha- gray hair, glasses, all this. I'm like, so, so what you're like, saying is Steve Jobs is still alive. He's alive and working in an Apple store in surreptitiously. He's um, suburban he's gone Boston. Undercover. It's undercover boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a hell, a hell of a plan. 
That's right. <laughs> I faked my death. I spent the last 10 years working inside my own company. <laughs> I faked my death so that I could go work inside my own company. And then after we removed our retail head, I will emerge victorious and talk about <laughs> well, how we're going see, to redo our retail. This place. reality show is one of the, the leading things that are about to announce for the Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> so, oh, my God. My head's exploding a little bit just as I even acknowledge the conspiratorial <laughs> possibilities here. <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing when he said that he figured out how to crack open the, the TV thing. <laughs> yeah, he's been living was, inside yeah. a TV. He's cracked it, it open. It's going to be <laughs> a reality show starring him. Uh, anyway, where I was going with that was uh, at first he tried to you know sell Cat uh, on the um, the uh, upgrade plan for the iPhone 8, but it turned out that it only applies to the 10s, 10s Max, and 10R, which I did not realize, but I guess kind of makes sense. Because you probably wouldn't... The 8's not like a new phone. Why would you buy an older phone in the upgrade program? You probably want to yeah. buy the newest phone and then upgrade right. to that. Yeah, they don't let, mm. yeah, right. they don't let you do that. Yeah. So she ended up getting an 8 because the 10s And the 10R is too big. She was never interested in the 10s Max. And I think the 10s is a little pricey. And it's just a little bit larger than the 8. Right. So... You know, she was a little concerned because she asked me about smaller phones. And I'm like, I am not convinced that a smaller phone will come out. You can call John. <laughs> There's a whole algorithm written about me, Dan. I, I'll say. <laughs> Speaking about algorithms written about people, John, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was terrible but i'm going to do this ad read anyway just because you're using an incognito browser or delete your history does not mean your personal info is safe online there's a lot more to keeping everything secure and it starts with dashlane dashlane is the only one-stop shop security app that t- secures every aspect of your online life you never have to remember a password again because dashlane keeps track and automatically enters all your passwords protects your sensitive information and securely autofills forms Once you download the app, you basically have a digital bodyguard with the best-in-class VPN, breach alerts, dark web monitoring, and much more. So, uh, yeah, this is where I talk about my experience with Dashlane. So, when when we first got into this, I was like, oh, it's a password manager. Okay, cool. And, I I mean, I know password managers. And I had actually uh, looked at Dashlane a number of years ago. And... Uh, so I got it and I downloaded it and I logged in and I set it up and then I was like, whoa, this is actually not, (laughs) this isn't even close. This, yes, password management is part of this, but there's like a hundred other things that are added on. Like, like I said, like the VPN, um, but there's all these other things that, um, monitor your overall security wellness basically and make a whole bunch of recommendations for things that you should do. So, uh, I think it's a really interesting experience and, uh, I, really recommend it because if you're at all concerned about your online security and you should be um this is um really a step above what you might be using currently so take control of your online info this summer and join them right now go to dashlane.com slash rebound for a 30-day free trial of dashlane premium and this summer only you'll get 10 percent off when you sign up that's a 30-day free trial and 10 percent off dashlane premium at dashlane.com slash rebound that is dashlane.com slash rebound. Speaking of security stuff, did you see the um, the thing about the Chrome browser extensions that were collecting the, everybody's browser history and uploading it to an Israeli marketing company? <laughs> and oh ap- apparently... I did not. Uh, there's, a, there's a story on Ars Technica about it, and it says that basically private data from 
Apple internal stuff, Tesla, Blue Origin, and four million people got uploaded uh, and was... I I didn't entirely follow, but it seemed to have gone into some analytics company. It was even people using internal Apple uh, software, like going to internal websites, the URLs for those were being uploaded. And there was a lot of, and yeah, there was, there was information leaking out that people would not uh, like to leak out. Uh, Wow. That's charming. That seems, that seems great. Yeah, so they mentioned there was a number of Chrome browser extensions, but HoverZoom and SpeakIt were two of them that were uh, singled out, uh, which in the last few weeks basically had started uploading browsing history. Uh, and the, the article was making the point uh, that, you know, these browser extensions can update and start doing things that they previously didn't do. Uh, I, I assume a lot of this would not be possible in the safari uh, i I think that was part of the 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 re the rationale for apple moving to the new architecture for plugins that they can't do that sort of thing uh and if you try and install older ones and keep them running as i am still doing you know you get the thing saying you know this plugin could uh see your Mm -hmm. entire browsing history and everything on the page yeah that's pretty pretty messed up so yeah, no, I, I'd recommend having a read of the, the Ars Technica article and go through if you have any Chrome browser extensions and see if they are some of the ones that were doing bad things. Yeah, I took Chrome off a long time ago, so... I do have it because it's still... There's a few things that run better in it, but I rarely use it. Yeah, same, same. Like yeah, the Roll20 Safari app for... that we use for TPK runs better in Chrome than it does in Safari. I use it in Safari. I have used it in Safari, but I have found Chrome to be more reliable for it. So, but yeah, six of one half dozen the other. Well, I don't want I don't want people stealing my D and D character information, so (laughs) I will stick with Safari. That is that is worrying. I understand that. I did see while we're on the security thing, there was another story about this vulnerability in Bluetooth that could let iOS and macOS devices get tracked and identified, which I thought was. I, I read it and I kind of was like. I think I read it early in the morning and was like, I don't entirely understand what's happening here, but I believe it. Don't believe everything you read, Dan. I believe every single thing that I read. (laughs) Uh, So we should probably talk about this um, thing that, you know, affects podcasts. Could affect podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Is this where we make the announcement that we've been (laughs) (laughs) Our final sponsor for this week is Apple, which is running everything. We've been bought by Apple, and thus none of us can be on the podcast anymore because (laughs) Apple employees are not allowed to Can only talk about superheroes. This is the worst catch-22. Yes, no, Apple, uh, like several other companies, is apparently planning to start funding original podcasts. Um, That would be, obviously, only within only available within apple's ecosystem right well it's unclear right because the report is very early so it's unclear exactly what yeah. the implications of that would be um but and, and i have to agree i think jason snell wrote something about this you know pointing out that the logical thing would be to sort of tack it on to apple music and have it just be like here's apple music and if you pay for apple music you also get access to these exclusive podcasts rather than mm-hmm. having like a podcast specific service which seems a little well, so I mean, far, they, that has not paid off, I think, for anybody. They've, they've got like 17 subscription services already. So, you know, right. what's well, yeah. another one? Right. Except we don't know how any of them work. <laughs> it's possible it'll all be one thing. Who <laughs> what's knows? What's another one? Well, it's number 18 is what it is. Um, 
I'm basically opposed to all these. <laughs> I mean, I, I I could see them like doing stuff related to their TV shows. I was thinking know, that too. A, yeah, as a kind of here's the behind the scenes, oh, behind the on, scenes the, thing. on the yeah. Jason Momoa. You know, it's the right, right. <laughs> the Jason here's, Momoa podcast. Here's explaining. Here's what we were thinking here. Yeah. yeah. This is why we spent fifteen million an episode, and we're in a field for the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> that's a short, um, it's a short, short podcast. Nine hundred thousand uh, dollars of that has gone on the podcast. <laughs> it's a great podcast. The show is terrible, well, but the podcast I mean, it, is awesome. Given that the the whole thing is about you know, it's a society of blind people. Podcasts makes a certain degree of sense. Exactly. The show is actually just about people who listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how the future works people. that's how podcasts evolved mm-hmm. uh, people don't need their eyes anymore think about it they do is listen to podcasts <laughs> uh, so we are responsible for the dystopia that we fear <laughs> finally i want to look into that that new york times article i think that went out today i don't know if you saw that one about why podcast we've hit peak podcasts oh yeah i, I saw the the the, the, the do you see the and, money quote from that which is about the yeah. like the two people who recorded a podcast by themselves on an iphone 5 and they did six episodes and it didn't go anywhere and, they and they're like get it's their dead Casper sponsorship podcasting yes. is dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah i th- i think that, that that was like that hadn't they put out like a request for people who had failed uh, in their podcast ambitions <laughs> for this article and it's like you know, if they year. wanted that they could have talked to us yeah exactly we've done 247 episodes and let me tell you yeah, podcasting is dead <laughs> yeah we're gonna make sure it's dead. we are gonna kill it dead and was i supposed to be recording on my phone <laughs> uh I, in addition to all of your other equipment john my phone is is more up to date than what i'm actually con- con- that's that's also true. recording on even though it's an se <laughs> I was going to say, I think I saw somebody's pointing out that, like, this person who they had interviewed was basically just using that this as, like, a launching ground to announce their new podcast or something. So, yeah, yeah, sounds right. like traditional media is doing its job just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously, if you record six episodes in a vacuum and throw it out into nowhere, it's like an app. You know, if you write an app, don't promote it at all and put it on the store. You're unlikely to actually sell any copies. I I won't disagree with the idea that, I mean, podcasting has become huge, right? And it is, there are discoverability challenges when you have, you know, however, thousands or millions of shows. And it's like, how do you stand out, right? Like, how do you make a show without the benefit of having, say, some celebrity attached to your show? How do you actually, you know, find your way through the crowd? But, you know, you could say the same thing for apps or books or, you yeah. know, music, like right? Like any websites. Right, you know. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think they're probably... Part of me wonders if there is a bit of a boom um, going on. But I, my, uh, you know, it sounds like at least the advertising part of it is doing well enough that it's not like that's a bubble that popped, like, with the dot-com. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like, they're just trying to... The big players are trying to figure out how they can directly get <laughs> that advertising money. Well, I mean, I know all of our listeners have individually bought four Indochino suits <laughs> and now have like six bachelor's degrees. <laughs> I, I sleep on top of six Casper mattresses. <laughs> and and yet you're still bothered by the pee underneath the bottom one. <laughs> yes, I am, actually. Look, I, I, whenever I travel, I take my own pillow with me. So, you know. Uh, and I'm not kidding on that one. Wow. Oh yeah, no, I you know I didn't do it this time, and I regretted it. <laughs> you guys are weird. 
no, no god no that's we're not just weird. old that's like yeah uh, that's that's part of it it'll come to you now you're married you, you will find out you i have, have to, to look forward to you. traveling with a pillow yeah damn all right okay fine you'll love it well you know in a week's time when you're uncomfortably sleeping you you can tell me exactly what you need <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for that looking forward then you'll to be it. laughing out the other side of your nose <laughs> uh i think you're doing something wrong <laughs> before we go though i do uh i want to do picks because i got a pick oh i know you're all prepared for this yeah <laughs> you did it again <laughs> i uh so i i'm really liking that nintendo has decided to start releasing games for ios i didn't actually play a ton of the super mario game when it came out i just didn't the mechanics didn't work for me but uh, on the flip side I never really liked the Dr. Mario franchise. It was not something I ever really played. I found it like confusing and frustrating as a kid. I'd rather play like Tetris or something. But I've been playing the Dr. Mario uh, iOS game that came out, Dr. Mario World, and I'm loving it. I gotta say, hmm. I'm really enjoying it. It does have a bunch of, you know, the kind of annoying... Um, you know, you can pay for certain things like additions, but I have spent zero money so far on it, so it's not mandatory by any means. Um, it does have some throttling stuff, like you have a certain number of hearts, and if you fail stages enough and you run out of hearts, then you mm-hmm. have to stop, but like they also regen in like 20 minutes or half an hour or something. And usually I find if I failed like four or five stages in a row, I need a break. <laughs> um, so that's fine. <laughs> Uh, and I just, it looks great. It plays really well on the iPad. It took me a few stages to sort of get the hang of the mechanics. Um, but like, I'm on level like 60 or something. And this is the first one where I'm like super stuck on something. I've been trying to beat this level for like a day now. And I'm I'm really kind of jammed up. All right. Well, so what do we need to pick? <laughs> you need to pick my game. Really, that was more a statement. I picked James's dice app because because <laughs> I'm mentioned in it. Yes, you are in the source code. <laughs> um, well, my pick. I can give you an anti pick, uh, which was Ooh, bold I choice. Played the uh, Elder Scrolls Blade game that came out a month or two ago. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had so many uh, sort of uh, the, these free-to-play mechanics in it. And, you know, I'm not an idiot. After I'd put £40 into that game, I thought, what am I doing? <laughs> and uh, so I showed uh, you know, Bethesda the only way I could. I bought another copy of Skyrim for the Switch. Uh, so I'm playing that instead. Oh, so wow. that's your that's your pick, Skyrim yeah. for the Switch. Well, I like I like Elder I like all the sort of Skyrim uh, uh, Oblivion type stuff, uh, and I there was some of that flavor in the in their free to play game, but it's just so you know they they have like literal uh, loot chests which you open up and get stuff out of with you know little animations to make the um, your brain feel happy and. I, I don't recommend it. Because Joke's on them. Even, My brain's never you happy. You don't, you don't recommend making your brain feel happy? No, no, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, no, make your brain feel happy by, you know, doing other things, going outside, rolling physical dice, not virtual dice. <laughs> wow. God, look at, listen to that. Yeah, I don't hear that every day. 
Oh, you can edit that. Edit that out. No, nope, <laughs> no, nope. keeping it in. Wait a minute. Nope, forget it. <laughs> what have I done? Uh, I do need to interject with some some breaking news uh, since we're going to get mail otherwise. Uh, as oh. we re- as we record this, the third public beta for iOS 13 and iPadOS has oh, arrived. So, they, they so clearly... if you listened this far in the sh- if you didn't immediately pause and angrily <laughs> tweeted us about how wrong we were, <laughs> thank feel you. Feel vindicated, I guess. We appreciate your restraint. You probably have done that anyways. John, do you have a pick? I don't have a pick. You're fired. My pick is my pick is getting home and sleeping in your own bed. How about that? <laughs> We're all going to sleep in it. your bed? What? I'm very confused. Oh, yeah. Wait, when are you going away again, Dan? <laughs> Leave my bed alone. Mm. Um, I haven't played this yet with, like, sort of uh, uh, to follow on to the game thing. The new um, Sky, which is the game from the folks who made Journey, just came out. All right. Um, and I think this was showed off. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I was just talking out? about that because I haven't finished Journey. Journey <laughs> was great. one of the games I, that I bought for the the PlayStation when we got it. I really like Journey. Um, I haven't yeah. I haven't touched Sky yet. It was shown off, I guess, last year and then was briefly um, delayed. But it's arrived for iOS and it's coming later for all the other platforms, basically. So yeah, I, I'm gonna check it out at some point just because Journey is such a great game that these guys have earned a uh, an opportunity for me to see what they're doing. But it's uh, is it is it out on Apple TV? It is, is not it? out on Apple TV yet. That's coming as is Mac, PC, console, Android, etc. I'm surprised that Apple didn't just fold that into the their games thing. Uh, I mean, I mean, because the game thing doesn't come out for another two months, probably right. So yeah, but I mean. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, deals were made because they they were promoted quite quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's also they're a big deal, I think, too. So that helps Apple too by saying we have this on all our platforms. You know, you want to play these the game by these fancy guys. Yeah, I mean, I'll play it because yeah, Journey was great, and the, the thing that got me with Journey was. If you've not got to the end, John, you don't know this. But okay, so I'm taking go- my headphones up. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but because you go through the whole thing with a, basically, you can have a sidekick who's an actual real person elsewhere. And you know, I developed this big emotional bond with this other person that you couldn't communicate with in any <laughs> real way. And then at the end of the game, Wait, you just gonna spoil that- this for John? <laughs> No, I'm not going to spoil. I'm not going to spoil the game. I'm going to spoil the fact that it said that I've been playing with like six different people. Yeah, and, oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> people had dropped out, or you know, it's like, oh, they've wandered off. Oh no, they've come back, and it's like, no, it was actually six different people who I, I just thought was one person. Yeah, you kind of amalgam <laughs> them. I, my favorite story about that. Uh, it's not journey related, but there's a game on the Xbox right now called Sea of Thieves, which is by Rare which is now owned by Microsoft, but it's essentially a co-op pirate game that's very cartoony. Um, And the first time that we played it, uh, my friends and I, we ended up in a group. So there's like a four people, you know, and you can sail a ship together. And our four, we had no idea what we were doing. And the fourth person on our crew would just like, all we could see was their gamer tag, which was like cream puff. (laughs) 
<laughs> but they ended up being really nice, except they kept trying to use all the in-game stuff to talk to us. So, like, you can do, like, gestures and emotes and, and like, little pre-stocked phrases that, like, are in there. And <laughs> some of it was just hilarious because, like, we didn't know what we were doing. So we're sailing the ship. And, like, they would keep trying to warn us that we were too close to the island. <laughs> and they'd just be like... like <laughs> like island ahead and then you'd hear this bell ringing in the game and we'd be like what and then the ship would just go like crunch and you could just see them kind of like shaking their head at us <laughs> it was delightful those are some of my favorite interactions are i think i think game chat unless it's with people i know i never go into game chat basically oh yeah uh, right but i find interacting with people when they can only use the small set of things the game lets them do to be hilarious and delightful most of the time yeah <laughs> all games should be like that yeah i would do cooperative i would do cooperative stuff like that but i i the thing that i can't stand is people you know you you know you get into some giant kill room and everybody just <laughs> yeah don't, I, i'm just slaughtering you Fort, fortnite may not be for you john yeah I, no. i'm surprised that pirates cooperate uh, yes well you got to work together because you can't you can't sail a ship by yourself friend <laughs> well that's, that's really that's really life advice it, this is sort of ties into your wedding uh, in some way go on <laughs> Pir- pirates cooperating <laughs> yeah it's like well you can't sail a ship by yourself oh that's true oh <laughs> uh. wow yeah mm. i think we've really learned something here today and then we robbed a bunch of people <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna count my lego after you left <laughs> Want to take the fast track to your career in technology? Earn your computer science degree online from Oregon State University eCampus and tap into unlimited career possibilities. This fully online program offers flexible academic plans so you can balance rigorous coursework with your life commitments. When you apply, use code REBOUND to waive your application fee. Learn more at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash rebound and use the code REBOUND. I should have picked the uh, Tesla wall. Tesla wall? Is that what it's called, or the Tesla brick? I can't remember now. You're just but making it's up. this battery. I didn't even know Tesla made this, but it's this. Oh, it's um, I, the thing that, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's like a, it's a battery you put in your house. Doesn't Lex it, have one of those? No, he's been trying to get one. My brother's uh, got one, and I texted, I texted uh, him, and I was like, don't want to brag, but my brother's got a Tesla, too. Um, <laughs> and because in Vermont, they, like, they, the company, you know, the, whatever the power company is, worked with, you know, got a, gives you... Well, they don't give you one, but like those things are like ten thousand bucks or something. Um, and he got it for fifteen hundred. Uh, he had to wait a year for it, but but basically, so it like it holds enough charge to like run your house for a day. So like, if the power goes out for a day, you're covered. Uh, right, I think the idea right. is if you got solar panels and and all that, you yeah, can... he's got yeah, and he's got solar panels. Yeah, I, I am kind of leery about putting a massive bank of lithium <laughs> batteries into my house. <laughs> Are you saying my brother's room is in my brother's house is going to explode? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying that if it I'm does. I'm just implying that. James, your house is already literally full of lithium batteries. They're just smaller and distributed amongst a lot of different things. <laughs> I know. And I've literally, you know, I, I've got some stuck in my ear a lot of the time, which is probably worse. You should have somebody look at that. <laughs> <laughs>